You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast right here on the Blogging the Boys Podcast Network, powered by SB Nation. Your host, Dave Sturcio, of course, joined, as always, by America's fan, Keith Ernst, and, of course, nationwide comedian, Brett Ernst, who's currently at Skankfest and currently just got kicked off. <laughs> so he's uh, he's doing his thing. Good, good old Wi-Fi, I'm sure, in Houston. He's in Houston right now, so he is in Texas um, in Cowboys territory. Will they be hosting a game? As you hear this, they'll be hosting a game this afternoon. So the life expectancy of this podcast is going to be about two hours long <laughs> for people to get involved yeah. with this one uh, because they want to definitely try to, you know, get in on it in the morning, listen to it, abs- you know, absorb it. And then, of course, kickoff is at one. And then in Texas, it's in at 12. So it's an early one. But I just want to get your guys reaction first and foremost on, uh, you know, it's been a week. We're, we're digesting. It's kind of over now. God willing that something doesn't happen to Dak again. But you guys over this uh, Cooper Rush thing, you're, all, you're settling down. Everybody's excited at one point. But y'all excited about the fact that he just did work? You know, took us and he could have possibly taken us to the Super Bowl? Cooper Rush. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it was, uh, yeah, no, he played great, man. He played, you know, he played like a backup. And that's exactly what you need to do. You know? Yeah, all backups throw for over 300 yards. That makes sense. Oh, man. Well, look at uh, – really? Um, Mike White, our boy. Mike White. Mike White. That's Mike White. Mike, what, about, what, about, what about Mike White? <laughs> so you got to say his name because it's so generic. Mike, 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 White. Mike White. What about him, bro? And what about the dude that came in for him, that Joe Johnson guy the other night? Josh he Johnson. threw for 380 yards. So, yeah, Journey that's what man. a backup is supposed to do in today's Listen, time. let me tell you something. They mentioned the only other guy to do that for the Cowboys was Kerry Hogaboom. And it was because of that that we lost Danny White because for some reason everybody thought Hogaboom was, like, the next best thing. Yeah. Um, but, no, in – um. In Cooper's defense, I mean, not in defense, but I mean, he did he 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 played better than just a backup. I thought, yeah. especially on the last on well, that. No, so you guys think he's a starter in the NFL? No. no okay, so he, he's a backup. That's what I mean. No, it, right. that doesn't mean. I mean, dude, you could get a guy. Oh, he played like, great, but I'm saying it's not like, like you know, he's going to get a starting position. Right. You get a guy like Clint job. Longley that's very famous in, in Cowboy history, yeah. and even um, Jason uh, Jason Garrett's performance on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that um they 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 should be starters, but the performance was phenomenal. He played great. Yeah, but I'm, what I'm trying to say is you just you just brought up two backups. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what backups are supposed to do. It was fantastic. They're supposed I don't to think have the ability. They're supposed to fill backups. in. They're supposed to fill in, and you know, and he filled in like you know. We've by had so way, many bad backups. That by the way, yeah, you're right. That that's why I'm saying. I, I don't understand your point. What's your point? <laughs> Which one? No, you're acting as if we're saying that Cooper Rush should be a starter in the NFL. No, what I'm trying to tell you, though, he what I'm trying to say is he's a good backup in the NFL. That's all I'm yes. saying. Yes. He can fill I, in I, and listen, win games. I'll be honest with you. I don't even know if he's a good backup. I, I think <laughs> we, 
He just went above and beyond in that one performance in that one day. And let's not let's not call it how it is. He threw a ten yard slant route that said Wilson took seventy five. So those stats are a little. It was a little deep though. It was a little deeper than. It 10 was yards. all right. It was all right. I mean, he listen that that Cooper uh, juggle in the in the sideline and then that fade route. At the yeah, end. dude, that's another thing. That 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 catch that Amari Cooper made was freaking. He's unbelievable. He yeah, really is. That was and, that was amazing. You know, he's yeah, been it was targeted. almost like you know because. It was almost like the Edelman catch in the Super Bowl where it was just a horrible throw off the hands of a defensive back. And then, yeah. you know. Yeah. And he made magic happen. You know, he's magic happen. Omari Cooper's been targeted 54 times in 2021. He doesn't have one drop, not one. You know what's That's great, crazy. though, is that we've had – that was Amari's game as a receiver. Yeah. Right? That you had the C.D. Lamb games where, where he stepped up. And then, of course, uh, Cedric or uh, – what's his name? Um, yeah, Cedric Wilson. Yeah, Cedric Wilson. Dude, I love, again, watching them on the sidelines. It says so much about this team. Their motto, there's three of us. And then Zeke was saying there's two of us. And, you know, when uh, – what's his name? Brought it in, Schultz, I think, when he when he did the huddle and he said every one, two, three family. Yeah. Um, they yeah. are – I'm telling you, they are built so differently than any other Cowboys team. It reminds me of my flag football team that oh, yeah. I have on the beach. Oh, Yeah. But they have done so much differently than than the last Cowboy teams that I've seen in the past. And, you know, look, even when we had our Super Bowl squads, we still had those players that were like, give me the ball, give me the ball. I'm the best, like like Dion or, you know. They just seem to be playing as a unit on all levels. Yeah, I mean, do you guys think that this has a little bit of a different feel? I mean, let's call it how it is. The last time we started like this, it was 2016. With Dak and Zeke coming on the scene, nobody knew who they were. I mean, obviously they knew who uh, Zeke was, but they didn't really know much about Dak Prescott. Do you find that this this season is better and more fun than 2016? 2016, yes. Like nobody had a clue. Bro, I'll tell you the reason why I say yes for me is because I knew 2016 was. I knew we weren't going to the Super Bowl. I just knew it. I knew it would come to an end. This team feels. This team feels different. This team is way better than that 2016 team. And my and I didn't like the 2016 either because you know look, we were playing basic football with that our offense wasn't as complex and I wish Romo was starting that season. You oh, know the whole time he had a chance he lost his job. I mean technically no no he, he got hurt and well no I mean just, he was ready to come back and they said you know he he gave it up. So yeah he was so anyway. no he just said that he they basically what he's trying to say is he that he said that in that interview. Going. Yeah, yeah, in that interview, like, that should keep going. I think it was, I'm ready to play, but Dak should keep going. Yeah, it was nine in a row or something like that, and he was yeah, like, "Look, crazy." Do you yeah, really, but, really think that he he sat there and, get, or do you think that they're like, "Listen, Dak starting," and he just played it like a team player? Who knows? Why? why interesting but, question. I, that you cut out anyway, so you're good to go. <laughs> so why do we split hairs on on points? That it, I mean, we're 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 doing semantics here. No, no, no. I was just I was just asking you guys if, if you know if I'll tell different you what, feels. If if Tony Romo was starting as a quarterback that year, I think we would have went to the Super Bowl. Very bold. And, and, and absolutely they had a great team. No, I agree with Brett. Absolutely. Okay, but we, we kept Dak in because we had the hot hand. Right. But yeah. it's also the future and it worked out. Yeah. Well, you also got to look at, I mean, th- th- that was the same team from the year before, and we could not have – nobody could come in and win a game except Matt Castle won game against the Redskins well, on uh, well, it wasn't night. The, but that was it, or Thursday it night, wasn't, or whatever it, it was. It wasn't the same team considering the fact we – I think our – Didn't have our, Zeke. Our, yeah, it didn't have Zeke. We had, like, Darren McFadden or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it was, yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love McFadden. Anyway, going back to this but Vikings this, game. What's up? This, this team, I'm sorry, but this team now is – 
And again, it, it starts from the top down. And I mean, uh, on the field, Dak is now the reason why, you know, I mean, look, every season's its own thing. Every situation's different, but a player is a player consistently, right? Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that is it's not like one year Dak doesn't have character and the next year he does. He's he's always been a great guy, smart guy, good quarterback, couldn't throw a long ball. But, you know, you saw the potential. Right. And, but now it's like this year we have our leader. We have our franchise quarterback. See, I don't agree with he couldn't throw a long ball. I always thought he could throw so, one. Uh, you know how I was that season when that whole season. I think it was more the system than Dak, man. I don't know, man. Whatever, I, whatever it was, it wasn't working. So I, I want to say something too. Is that the? Uh, I mean, just before we move on, but yeah, no. our defense—that is the best I've seen our defense play all season. I was trying um, to, yeah, I was trying to figure I, out I if it was say, bad Minnesota or good defense. No, but you know what they good changed? Defense. Did you read about what they did? You you probably did, Sturch. What's up? The first time they did it all year, maybe this had something to do with it. Ken O'Neill was calling the defense. They they also they actually Michael just, Parsons wasn't calling it anymore, so maybe that had something to do with it. Who knows? I don't and know. And they gave that they gave that up. Uh, J. Ron Curse is going to be calling the defense going forward. So like maybe oh wait, a, was it Javon Curse or was it, was it Keanu Neal? It was Curse. So yeah. my, I, I confused the two. Okay, yeah, so, so it was like, Javon Curse was was calling the game, was calling the plays last. Yeah, so like that could be a thing. Absolutely, that could I mean, be. Absolutely, defense, it could. I mean, we we uh, <laughs> it's almost as if we had a three way argument on the way home. I was driving home from that because I was watching the game with my old man's, but. I, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to debate like, nah, we won that game because of defense. Like, well, Cooper Rush did well. You're like, nah, nah no, we defense. did win the game because of defense. What made the story so great is Was because cool? of Cooper Rush's performance. So, I mean, if you're going to use the same argument, he's a backup. He did what he was supposed to do. Yeah. Then, no, then your great. defense did what it was supposed to do. It, play, it played up to its to its potential. Yeah, for but sure. But the reality is the defense they went both above played the past their potential, actually. Put yeah, it like I this. If, if, if Dak started that game, and played that way, and the defense. I would say defense won the game, even though Dak did what you know what, what he yeah, was supposed to do. The yeah. fact that it's not that the defense won the game; it's Cooper Rush didn't lose it for us, Very which true. is what everybody was worried about. No, I hear you, but you could look at it too and say, okay, like say that the, if, if Amari doesn't catch that ball, or you know, Cooper Rush still had two turnovers. We didn't, you know, we didn't have. We didn't yeah, get a turnover. We didn't, we didn't get a takeaway. So if we ended up losing that game, people would have blamed Cooper Rush. They wouldn't blame the defense. But that's an, but that's a very easy scapegoat as well. You know no, what I mean? For like, sure. But that's why that's what I'm good. trying to say is that yeah. which is which to me is blows my mind considering how many turnovers were turned into touchdowns last season, and they only got three points out of the two turnovers. Right. Which right. is great. That just shows you how much our defense has Dude, improved I, since last I year. I told you I love this defense more than we were when we were statistically the number one defense back in two thousand six or seven, whatever that was. We were like the number one defense of all time statistically at one point. No, we didn't uh, make plays. We didn't. Two thousand three is the last time we had the number one defense. Whatever that what, what, what that year was. Quincy um, Carter. Th- this this defense is like I, I don't care. I'll give up a big play. Jump a pattern if, if we're going to get a turnover and make things happen. I mean, how many sacks we have? Just two? I don't know. Maybe just one, maybe. Yeah, Cousins got well, Cousins was on the duress a lot. I mean, he I was. But, there was but a that's the thing, bro. That's what's good about this. That's what's good about this game is we didn't have a turnover this time and we still still got it done. Yeah. We still got it done. So one more, when you, when one you, more note. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say both. When, when it seems like we have, like, I want to see both 
in certain games. You know what I mean? And we, yeah, we've sure. seen you both see all that they can pull it off, right? We didn't have a turnover. They played great. And then when they give up the big plays, they're getting turnovers. So, all right. So, Dude, I mean, again, you could say the defense and our, and our receivers played phenomenal. Absolutely. They went, uh, Cooper went above Amari Cooper. But look, this is what makes a good team. We are a good team. Yeah, I agree. We, we have never been this good as a team, and I don't know how. I long. agree, man. It's been a long, long time. I agree with that setting. Except for Greg DeLeg missing those chip shots. Yeah, man. that's got to stop. I, I, I might be overthinking this, but when he's lined up on the – like if you're looking at the goalpost and he's on the left hash and he has to push the ball, I'm confident. But when he has to go from the right hash and has to hook the ball, mm-hmm. it's a miss every time. It's it's so bizarre. I don't know. He'll figure it out. Hopefully, he figures it out. Here's what I, I would if I was a special teams coach. This is exactly what I would do. Let's say it's fourth. Let's say we go for it on third and eight, and we don't get it, and we're going to kick the field goal. I'll take a delay of game and push us ten yards, five yards back, <laughs> right, and keep pushing five yards back until he's in like the sixty yard range, and I know he's going to make it. <laughs> there you go. Good strategy. Full strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. I like that a lot. Uh, one more note about this game. And we'll move on to, obviously, the game that we're about to watch today. Um, no fines were given out for Harrison Smith. Did you guys see that on the sidelines? Did you guys by any chance see what Harrison one? Smith did? Harrison Smith the same. Oh, when he choked out, when he choked CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, what yeah. the hell was that? So that was on the trick play. Cedric Wilson rolled left, and then he yeah. rolled right, and he found CeeDee Lamb. And now when Harrison Smith comes over across the middle to make the tackle, he drags, you know, he drags uh, CeeDee Lamb to the outside, and then you, it's clear as day. He literally gets him in, like, a rear naked choke, and he's trying to choke CeeDee Lamb. And CeeDee Lamb went to the sidelines, and that's on the sounds of the sidelines. He even said, like, yo, I, my man's choking me out there, right? Like, yeah. it was a liter- legitimate thing. And uh, no fine. No fine given out. But in that same context, no fines were given out to Randy Gregory for all those. Those were not personal fouls. I mean, yeah, that was was terrible. Listen, again, those referees are killing the game. And and you think it's just our game. It's pretty consistent. Across the league. Yeah. Somebody has to do something about that. Like, I mean, that one penalty was ridiculous. He. He wasn't even out of bounds. No, see that—that's another thing. If, if these running backs are going to be trying to get that extra yard, and then they have, all of a sudden, because of that, they get launched when they're out of bounds, that shouldn't even be close to a penalty. It's garbage. It's absolute garbage. And I think the referees across the board are really dropping the ball. They called that passer. I mean, that roughing the passer was garbage. Oh my god! I also I read. Know. I also read that they're that we right now we're the we we're on pace to be the most penalized Dallas Cowboy team ever. And guess what? They're still six and one. Somehow. That shows That's you something else. Huge, yeah. huge, absolutely huge. All right. So uh, that game's gone. We're six and one. We're heading into a, a nice little fluff part of the schedule before we get to uh, the Chiefs. I guess you can consider. I don't even know what to consider the Chiefs at any point right now. But when you're looking at the oh, schedule, yes, you know exactly. We absolutely know what they're capable of. They can score in bunches. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. When you 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So now you look at this game, obviously, today. Um, it's the Denver Broncos. They're coming in. First and foremost, before I get into the specifics of the game, I do want to shout out uh, the Dallas Cowboys for doing what they're doing for the troops this week. Um, they just put together a really nice video on, on Instagram. If you want to go check them out, Dallas Cowboys Instagram. They put out a video where Mike McCarthy is you know, praising all the troops and obviously – all the players have like signage and they're saying like, I'm playing for, you know, Colonel, this guy or Sergeant, this guy or whatever they're, they're paying tribute to the troops. And now for the first time since 1976, they're donning that red stripe. I never got to watch them play with that red stripe on their helmet. I think it's a pretty cool look and a pretty cool thing that they're doing. It was uh, when I was a kid, I had a Hutch Dallas Cowboy helmet. Actually, Keith had it. It was his uniform, but we kept the helmet. Yeah. And- it was that helmet. It was Roger Starbuck was on the on the cover of the box mm-hmm. with that helmet with that red, white, and blue stripe. It was so dope. Yeah, it looks pretty. It Madden looks pretty awesome on YouTube. Huh? I mean, they did a Madden simulation on YouTube. I did. I saw that blogging the boys. Uh, they did that, and it's um the Cowboys win it fourteen seven with the red stripe on their helmet. So <laughs> it looked dope. Those uniforms look dope. They really game. do. They yeah. really look super cool, and I'm glad they're doing it. Obviously, so always respect to all the troops and everybody uh, fighting for us. Um, but as far as the Broncos are concerned, Dak Prescott returns. He gets back to practice. He's all smiles. There's not even a a, a questionable designation to him on the injury report. No injury anymore. Uh, so Dak is back. Um, if you guys remember, and I know you guys remember because you remember every game like I do, at least recently in recent times, you guys remember that last debacle against Denver, right? Like, of course, well, that was the yeah. first time we ever got blown out with Dak and Zeke. That's what yeah, that was. that was early 2017. Um, yeah. You know, it was that game where everybody decided to say that Zeke wasn't going to hustle for the team. Yeah, remember, there was a pick six. This, and it was like week two. There. Yeah, it was, it was week, week two. two. We got it was right after we beat the Giants. Right. And I was at that giant game and I was like, oh, we're going to be, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then they get the doors blown off them. Yeah. Um, Trevor Simeon. I'm Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon is now the starting quarterback of the Saints forever. But that's when we had that punk from Philly, that Eagles corner, Noah Carroll. What the hell is it? Oh, my God. Remember how he was horrible. He was Uh, horrible. Dude, he put, I mean, I think, I don't think he started another game after. I think he was, they planted him on our team. I can't even believe that game. Even considered. (laughs) <laughs> to that but anyway that was the last time we played the denver broncos this time it's a little different um i'm curious to know your thoughts guys of what the broncos are considering the fact that they started 3-0 a lot of people were like oh well they didn't beat anybody yet and that was correct they beat the giants the jets and the jaguars right mm-hmm. so they beat 3-0 and everybody's like wow i can't believe they're 3-0 then they go to three and four they lose four straight games and they win a game finally last week they beat the washington football team and now they're four and four the 500 mm-hmm. so right before this week starts they decided to trade away their best player. Von Miller is now a member of the LA Rams. So it's like, okay, what what do you guys make of that? Like, how can you trade that caliber player when you're four and four? Are they throwing in the towel? Do they feel like they're not, they don't they can't well, compete this year? Well, what's crazy is I don't even think he played that much in that game from what I was reading on DallasCowboys.com. Maybe I misread, but I think they were saying like they were they were getting to um uh Heineken with, without without Von Miller. 
Mm-hmm. So there were three or four rushing getting to him. So Von Miller didn't play last week. So that was a, the first indication maybe something was up, you know. But are they throwing? Who knows, man? Maybe there's a reason why. We don't know. Well, I, as yeah. far as what to take for them as a team, I mean, listen, it's the NFL, right? Here, Here's my take on the season. Let's just say, which never does happen, every team is playing at full potential on Sunday. Dallas should not lose. So – what what our, our concern may be as a team is one injuries, right? Mm-hmm. Two, if we're going to keep playing to our potential. So if any game Dallas decides to dial it in, or or think that they're better than they are, or or get you know a little relaxed, then yeah, Denver can beat us. But if if we're firing on all cylinders and they're firing on all cylinders, we should win the game. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't you, think they're a better team. You know what this reminds me of? This game. It reminds me of the 2014 season when I th- believe we were five and one, or we may have been six and one. I'm going off the top of my head, and we played the Washington <laughs> football team. Right. Yeah. Um. In uh, I was gonna say in 2014. I don't. I for, like I said, we were five and one, six and one. And Colt McCoy was the quarterback. Monday Night Football. And we were favored Monday by Night like. Football. Yeah, we were favored by like 10 or 11, and somehow we figured out how to lose that game. Remember, yeah. Romo went down, Waiting came oh, yeah. in, Romo came back in. I mean, it was just – but Romo was not playing his best game that game either, and Colt McCoy decided to, you know, do – you know, be play as a good backup. Do you see the Broncos as this opponent? Like I just see – I mean, here's my whole thing with the Cowboys right now is what I'm scared of, and because as but we've all talked about – Yeah, what we're used to is we have that game where – we think, oh, this is, you know, we got like, you know, we should win this game. And then that team comes in and beats us. That's what I'm scared of. Yes, what Brett's saying, if if, if we're, we're, we're all playing, if both teams even give their best, we should win. But that's why I might think this team might be a little different, man. Yeah, that's because that's that, 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 was, that was my point, is that there's not really a team that I see or fear right now. Mm-hmm. I just fear what, like, we're our own worst enemies. But I don't know because, look, man. The way we played against the Pats, the way we played against the Vikings, we would have lost those games in the past. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? I so, again, this team is crescendoing. <laughs> but uh, they are. This is Bro. what I was hoping would happen. Uh, but, again, are they still excited to keep proving themselves, right? Because at the same time, they were the joke forever. And if I was on that team, and I would take it personally. I would look at them and say, everybody laughed at us. And we know what we had, and now now we're proving everybody wrong. You know what I mean? I think it's a cool, yeah. I think it's a cool sentiment. What? Well, well, go ahead, Keith. No, I'm sorry. I'm just laughing because my my daughter plays flag football, uh-huh. and um, she forgot her um, her uh, her thermos with the uh-huh. water in it. Okay. So I had to go back to the field to get it. And when I got there, the band was there, the Santa Monica High School band. They were practicing, and I heard crescendo like two or three times. When I was, I was just laughing. So I was thinking of Brett the whole time. Well, Anyways, it's, it's, I'm going I, will, I will say this. Look, look, you're right. In the past, a Jason Garrett led team, they would have lost to the game, you know, the Patriots and the Vikings. And, you know, some of these, there's been no games this year that I've lost confidence. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> there's well, we're, been, we're yeah, you stop right there, we're, start. We're, yeah. You lose confidence within the first two minutes of every game. <laughs> Bro, You're the worst. we we haven't it, we 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 uh we're all still on because we're so used to us employing. I know, 
I know. I'm the, listen, you got to admit, I'm the only optimistic one in the beginning. Because you don't talk. It's because you don't uh, talk. No, bro. I'm talking. I'm optimistic. And then, and then. No, I just, I'm indifferent. I, I do things to get you going. And it works. <laughs> well, anyway, there has there been. There was only one time where you go, I'm not falling for it. I forgot what it was. <laughs> he actually figured you out. Oh, he knows. He just, he just flies off the handle. It's awesome. After 40 plus years of, of being brothers, he's finally figured it out. Like, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what you're doing. Um, but uh, I will say this about this Dallas Cowboys team in particular, mm-hmm. every game on the schedule that's come up and we're like, we should beat them. But, you know, like, what if this happened? Like, we've actually went out and beat them like that. Like the fil- like, I think the Eagles are a bad football team. We went out and beat the crap out of them. Right. And then I, I, said, <laughs> I said the Panthers were kind of fraudulent. We went out and won that game. Same thing with the Patriots. We're like, oh, I don't know, man. And then they proved us wrong by playing, you know, over their heads in some aspects. So this team is different. And I think that this this game coming our way is different. Now, there are a couple of concerns on the on the Cowboys this week. They they made three roster moves today, as a matter of fact. Uh, as we record this, it's Saturday night. The game's on Sunday. Blake Jarwin moved to the IR. So he's going to be oh, out for shoot. three weeks. So he's going to be out for three weeks with that hip injury. Um, obviously, that means it's it's either Dalton Schultz season to a, to a full extent, or you sprinkle in Sean McKeon, who's coming in off of the IR. And he's back, right? Is he, he back? Is, back. For, is he he's, back for this game? Apparently, he's going to be playing some special teams. But what about okay. Sprinkle? Yeah, and Jeremy Sprinkle, <laughs> and Jeremy Sprinkle will be sprinkled in as well, huh? Like that play on words. Uh, but yeah, so that's one move. Um, they do get now. Remember last week, Jabril Cox tore his ACL. Yeah. Gone. I know. Uh, Torres ACL, he's gone for the year. It sucks for him. Um, but in the same aspect, Francis Bernard is back. Okay, he's back from the IR as well. So he's back. There's probably a little bit more time, maybe some more snaps for Luke Gifford. We'll find Luke out. Wilson, dog. Luke Wilson, him too. And then, of course, Justin Hamilton actually showed out last week, and he actually got uh, a full contract. He's been signed to the main roster for this nice. week's defensive tackle. So, there are moves to be made. The Dallas Cowboys is a fluid situation. But when you look at the Denver Broncos, right, you're looking at their starting quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. Um, he's a journeyman. He's just like the guys we've been talking about, like your your Josh Johnsons and, you know, the guys that have been yeah. coming in as a, in relief. He just so happened to have won this job over Drew Locke, uh, which I didn't agree with off the, off the rip. I didn't agree with it. I just thought that they just gave it to him because of the experience factor. But now this Broncos team is 4-4 four and four after starting 3-0. They're running game. That's what scares me. I know we're not supposed to, you know, well, you can get a little nervous. I think the running game is good. Melvin Gordon has destroyed us at times. You know what I mean? Like he's, as a member of the Denver Broncos, he used to, I mean, uh, as a member of the uh, the Chargers, he used to destroy us. I think he single-handedly ruined one of our Thanksgivings, if I'm not mistaken, right? Hey, Sturge, it's it's okay to say afraid of, but just if you want to use the terms, just say that's that's their strength. Like when when we were watching films and you break down films, you're like, okay, look, Number so and so, this this kid, this kid's got speed. This you know, this guy's runs his patterns good. You know, you're, you're never afraid. You're just like, hey, this is their strength. Yeah, all right. So they're, yeah, so they're, the running they're, game is a strength. Yeah, and Javante Williams is kind of like coming on now. He's he's a hard nosed runner. Uh, I worry about Teddy Bridgewater under pressure because they do have some decent receivers over there. Tim Patrick, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy can take the cover off the top of the defense, and that's, again, one of their strengths. So it's all about the pressure that we get in. But it, when you guys look at this team as a whole, I know you, you know we should win this game, but is there any aspect of the Broncos that really got you second-guessing yourself? You know, you know what's weird? As you're saying those things, and this is just crazy for me, the pit in my stomach is gone. Like <laughs> – 
like when we would talk, oh. when we would say these things in the past, mm -hmm. it would like there'd be something that would come into my like, oh, you're right. Oh, this new the, the way the defense is playing, man. Nothing is really that. I mean, we shut down. We, I mean, shutting down Daquan Cook and um, what's Dalvin, the other guys? Dalvin Cook. <laughs> I'm sorry, Daquan, I did that again. No, that's not the first. That's not the first. Dude, hold on, hold that's on. Miami you know Heat player guys. I wanted I'm a to, Heat fan, so I wanted to but, bring that up. I wanted to bring that up. But go but, get but that Cook. Bro. And 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 what's the other uh, running back for the Vikings? Madison. McKinnon, Madison. Yeah, Madison. I mean, we shut both of them down. And I was like, you remember when we did this last week, Sturch? I was worried about Madison. I'm like, right. I was, but he had like three. I mean, this is a, like I said, none of that is scaring me that much. It's just not like it has in the past. I'm not saying it can't happen. Of course, they're in All the right, NFL. Well, but let's do this then. Let's pretend we're Denver Bronco fans. Okay. Right. Okay. We got the Dallas Cowboys coming in. What what do we have to worry about? Everything. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> For right, real, though, what? Like, about everything. I wish they I got, I wish I was joking, but like you've got you've got uh, three receivers, and by the way, Cedric Wilson. I, I wanted to bring him up. What a player that that kid is. That that pass he made was unbelievable on the run. He's he was after that he after that pass. Catch. He was ranked after that pass. He was ranked as the third best quarterback in the NFC East. <laughs> So, uh, again, you know, if you're looking at it from a Denver's perspective, I mean, we're just waiting for the bottom to fall out. The reality is, is that we need to keep firing and crescendoing as a team. And <laughs> and we need to keep just don't get out of our own way. We got to keep playing as a unit and which they are. And I'll tell you something else, even though uh, it's my boy Javon's nephew, but the curse kid is, is something, man. That kid's balling, dude. Yeah. Our secondary yeah. was, and you know, I was excited about our secondary. Oh wait, that wait—that's his nephew. Yeah, it's Javon's nephew. Oh, that's sick. Okay, that's oh, that's awesome. All right, I didn't know that. So, um, we we've been balling like our, our secondary man. I'm just, I wish our I wish our defensive line would start getting so, penetration. Have you guys I'm watched Denver attacks? play at all this season? I have. I have it. I, I have. have. I have. What did you watch? Did you watch the same game I did? What was it? Um, I watched last game? week against the Washington football team, and I watched uh, their Giants game. Um, that was early in the season, if I'm not mistaken. That was week that was one. week one. That was week one. Um, and then oh, I, I, that's really. I mean, like, I'm, and then highlights here and there, and not really. So I watched the Browns one. Okay. And that was a terrible. Like, I mean, Browns had backup everything, man. I mean, they had backup quarterback, running backs receivers oh the thursday night game i watched that. yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying though they were able to move the ball at will and now this dearns johnson running the ball and dude like, yeah you know, i mean that's my thing right? i mean that that's what i and i'm I you know, that's that's my thing like i can't i just there, there, there's i mean i can't predict fumbled you know kickoffs or block punts or anything like that but it just i can't see them losing man i just can't all right. So with that, why don't we start making some predictions? I mean, we've talked about the Broncos enough. The Cowboys are coming in. They're they're relatively healthy. They're down again. Uh, they're down Tyron Smith. He'll not be playing, which I don't understand. This is another thing that kind of bothers me before we make our predictions. And I guess, you know, maybe this is a little bit like gamesmanship or coaching one on one, but not to show your whole card like or your whole hand. But like, obviously, Tyron Smith has been ruled out. They have Lyle Collins waiting in the wings, but like there's now a you know, a thought process that it'll be tied in the shiki. We'll be playing left tackle and, and covering yeah. Dak Prescott's blindside. Lyle Collins is a former left tackle in college. You know, it's like, why, why would you just not say like, oh no, we got Collins. He's fine. Steel's going to play right. We're good. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. No, yeah. Is that what's happening? That's what's happening. So what's Collins doing? Where's he playing? 
Nothing. He's, he's, he's going to line up at all. No, he's going to line up in the Hulk. Fullback. He's, he's going to line up as fullback as a Hulk formation. <laughs> that's wow. that's the plan right now, and that's that's wow, relatively yeah. to me. I think it's like all right. Now I think they might be getting too cute. You want to do that with Connor McGovern? Fine, because he's obviously one of our backup linemen. You want to put another body back there in front of Zeke? Sure, but like that's what they were using Collins with last week. And now that you're down, you're starting all pro left tackle. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just slide in the next I better agree. thing? But what, know, but that, that worries guys, listen, what do you think? Do you think they're playing games? Or they, I mean, I, I'm, that's the, I'm that's pretty the sure they know there's a reason for that. McCarthy said it straight up. He's like, let's let's keep him guessing. You know, all three of those, you know, all three of those guys can play the left tackle. And I'm like, all right, great. Can we just can we can we get an answer? You know, but he he's keeping it close to the vest, and we'll see what happens tomorrow. But I think they're going to put Nashiki as the starting left tackle tomorrow. And you know, again, he's been serviceable. He's not. He hasn't played as well as Terrence Steele. There's a couple of times where uh, Ty was just completely bulldozed, and I'm just like, oh, boy, we got we to gotta figure something out because if this is going to be an ankle thing and it's going to linger, he's a big tree fall hard mm-hmm. type guy, you got to worry about this kind of crap. Um, but that's what they're rolling with, so hopefully it all works out. But other than that, the Dallas Cowboys are coming in relatively healthy. Again, Blake Jarwin, we just said it, IR for three weeks. The defense coming in, the only guy we lost was Jabril. And he's out for you know the remainder of this season and probably into training camp next year. But there's reserves coming back. You know, Michael Gallup is being held out one more week. He'll be back next week. Okay. Uh, there's a couple things that are going our way. De- uh, uh, Demarcus Lawrence back at practice this week on resistance courts, so he's on his way back. Uh, we so, need D Law back. Yeah, man. The Dallas Cowboys are are six and one, potentially about to be seven and one, and they're not fully healthy. It's just it's insane to me. But anyway. I'm not going to get ahead of myself because that's all I do. <laughs> so I don't want to do it again. Go into the Broncos. We got the Broncos at home. 12 o'clock start on Dallas time. 1 o'clock on the East. Uh, you get to wake up and have some breakfast and watch football over there, uh, Keith. You're, you got a 10 o'clock game uh, on the West Coast. Keith, what are we doing tomorrow? Score. Um, what do we got? I, I look at this similar to the, to the Giants game and the Carolina game. Um, okay. And maybe even the Philly game where the first half um, it's relatively close. And then the second half, we just, you know, we blow the doors open a little bit. Okay. I can see them maybe because I know it's a 10, 10 and a half point. Um, spread. Yeah. The spread's a little high, but I not- can see, I can see them maybe doing a backdoor cover the Broncos or something like that. But um, yeah, I, I, I like us winning. So. All right. Uh, Mr. Handicapper, Brett, I mean, I know you did some, uh, you do your research, you do your, uh, your bets. You like this spread, bro? This is a little, no, not at all. I wouldn't, me, it's a little high. I wouldn't touch this game. And just for the record, the jets killed me last week. Oh, they killed me too. <laughs> I think they killed everybody. Yeah. They um, killed everybody. <laughs> look, I would be concerned if the, I would look more, if I was looking for the intangibles again, like we said on paper, it's, we should win. Mm-hmm. If, Denver didn't win last week and Dak started last week, then this could probably kind of be a trap game. But I like that Denver won. So now the odds of them losing five or six in a row, because remember, man, these are all pros, right? They're all professionals. And and we know that what Denver could do, that would make me nervous. And if Dak, but this is Dak's first game back and the kid, the kid was seeding it. You could look on the sidelines. Oh, yeah. If you game. yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know how it's going to go per quarter, but I, I really do think, I, I mean, we should win, but uh, I say we should win by at least a touchdown. Okay. Um, All right. It's generous. I think, oh, I, I think it's going to be a low scoring game though, for some reason. I want to clear something up here 
can we define trap game? Because I always thought a trap game was when there was a, like a really big game the next week. And then yeah, you were playing that, your crappy I think team Brett, that weekend. Brett didn't, Brett didn't use it in the, in the right context. Trap is when well, you've used it like that too. That's why in text. I, I have? Yes, you have. Because I remember I remember trying to explain it in text saying, you know, uh, well, uh, I might be game, wrong. I don't know. No, no, no. A trap game uh, is when you're looking ahead to the next week instead of focusing on your game. See, I, I, I considered, I, I thought by Because we have Atlanta next week. I don't think it's me. To me, it's a. To me, the the terminology is more like it's a letdown game. You know, but like, it do, you know, for me, I don't think it's. I think it's a team that you overlook because you're focusing on another team, and even if it's two or three weeks ahead, that's true. You yeah, know what I mean? You're still gonna be, aspirations right now. Right. You know what if, I mean? if, yeah. if, if it's just a team that you're not taking that seriously for the weekend, but I, I don't think. Again, I don't think our team is 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 that way. I think that they they know they're improving on every in every game. Like I feel like they feel themselves getting better and 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 um. I think, and, I think the coolest thing. I think the coolest thing right now is when they the win Joker games. Kid? <laughs> what? No, I just have a constant frown. Like I'm, I'm looking at myself on here. I'm just like, look, it's the lighting. It's the lighting. You got those Ernst eyebrows and 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 your eyes. You don't even have eyes. Yeah, you're actually yeah sunk. I, I mean, I got the ring light like blasting me in the face right here. So he just did Joaquin Phoenix where, where he pushed the smile up <laughs> as a joke. What the hell's going on? <laughs> I don't know. Um, what was there? Oh man, I had something to say. But anyway, I'll go to my prediction. You guys are both picking the Cowboys to win this game. Yes. I am also picking the Cowboys to win this game. I like them to score around 31 points, maybe give up about 14 to 17. So maybe 31, 17. The Cowboys get this win. They cover the spread, even though I wouldn't touch this game because Lord knows we've all seen them just again, backdoor covers are, are just a son of a bitch. But hey, uh, Dallas has covered seven weeks in a row. Seven and oh against the spread. I'm you. I, I'm, I sent you guys that text. No, but I knew it because I yeah, we, we all knew our, it's been no, talked about. Constantly. Yeah, we do because we put that in our Chop Sports Friday show every week. What the record like, are just like Keith think he's the great enlightener, <laughs> even though he has no lighting. <laughs> Perfect. Um, anyway, all right. So, look, we, all three of us are in lockstep. The Cowboys should move to seven and one as they uh stay home next week for more home cooking against the Atlanta Falcons, who you know they're going through enough. They lost Calvin Ridley to uh, you know, his situation, and it's just Kyle Pitts. Right. I mean, this is. This is the Kyle Pitts game. Dude, overall. he's been balling, man. Oh, speaking of uh, speaking of looking ahead, okay, and I mean we could do this because we're not on the team, and Correct. we were saying Kansas City, but what is the next team that's because we know obviously Kansas City what they're capable of, right? Oh, I'll tell you who it is. They're playing. I'll tell you who it is too. It's the guy who called us ass. <laughs> no, I go oh. with the, the Raiders. I can't do it. Yeah. Listen, the well, they're, 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 uh, on Thanksgiving, man, that's going to be a big as game. We record, ready for this? I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen on Thanksgiving. Ready? I, I, I'm the, oh, I am Tony Romo right now. I am calling this before it happens. Just so you know, they're in negotiations with Deshaun Jackson to go sign with them. Right. Okay. He'll score against us. That's that's all. That's your own prediction. That's my big bold prediction. That just Deshaun Jackson. They might the Cowboys might win forty to seven, but we're going to be nervous when Deshaun Jackson I, takes it. Let me put a question then. Out of in the AFC, I mean, do you, do you think if all honestly, gun to your head, who do you think is the best team in the NFL right now? Gun in the NFL head. or the AFC? Uh, in the uh, I will say in the NFC. I'm sorry. Oh, in the, the NFC? NFC. Yeah. I mean. It's hard. I find it hard pressed not to say Tampa is still top dog. You know, like 
Nobody's really knocked them off except for the Rams. The Rams did it. They're, they just they're lost very... again to the Saints. Yeah, they're six and two. Oh, that's true. Well, then maybe the Rams. I guess no. Green Bay's in disarray. Man. Green Bay's in disarray with Rodgers and all his. Green. I know, but I'm just saying when they're full with Rodgers and I, I, I go Green Bay. Are you hard pressed to say the Dallas Cowboys are the best team in the NFC right now? No, I think it's probably. I mean, I'm being honest. He said, "Gun to my head." You know, I mean, I can. And like I said, Aaron. I mean, when Aaron Rodgers is, I'll tell you what. Once again, if we're playing Green Bay and Green Bay, we're gonna win. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, See, you, I, I was, right? I, I, dude, I, I love how the Cardinals were playing, uh, but obviously they're beatable. I mean, every team's beatable. I, I, I don't. I just love the way how we are crescendoing. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to be able to say that. I know. That's exactly. In the AFC, I say it's between the Ravens and the Bengals. Man, I know the Bengals lost to the Jets, but they're not used. Don't to have an count out those young. Buffalo Bills. We're gonna have a Cowboys Bills Super I'm the Bowl Bills. this year. But... Uh, I don't want that at all. If you, oh, all right, so if, if if Cowboys make the Super Bowl, who do you want us to see us play? Oh, def. Oh, uh, who do I want? I would the, love to see Cowboys Raiders. I think the that seven, would be the seven. The seven. Awesome. Awesome. I want the seven seed. Whoever the seven seed is in the AFC, that's who I want in the Super Bowl in the AFC. I, I agree, though. If I have to pick a team, would be the Raiders. Like to see the Cowboys Raiders in the two of the Bowl biggest setting. fan bases go at it. That'd be dude. Awesome. Are you kidding me? The black and gray, all that stuff would be phenomenal. Yeah. If, listen, if the Raiders weather the storm that they've been through already this year, like that would be. If you talk to right. any Raider fan at all, and I'm in the heart of it in Vegas, but, that's right. And by the way, they're all LA guys too, right? Like diehard. They are so happy Gruden's gone. Really, everybody is. Wow. They they think it's the best thing that happened to them. They they just were not grew. My buddy I grew up with in Jersey, my buddy Corey Thomas, he's been a fan forever. Is like, dude, Gruden was garbage. The the coordinator, it's like the team's running pretty well, man. No, they're That's saying not- that Derek Carr's has improved with play selections and stuff like that. I wouldn't go as far as calling Derek Gruden Carr, garbage, man. He's on another level too. I'm man. saying what the fa- what the fans say. I don't. No, I got that, you, bro. Well, that's because they, they've they been they winning since he left. he left. Everybody was so happy he was out. So, uh, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, with that being said, this has been another episode of the Raiders Boys Podcast. <laughs> so, no, but for real, we all got the Cowboys this week. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how much they win by. <laughs> we'll see if they win this game. They should win this game. Next week, we got Atlanta. So, of course, for Dave Sergio, Brett, and Keith Ernst, this has been another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast right here on the Blogging the Boys Podcast Network. Hope you guys enjoy the game, and we'll see you guys next week. Let's go, Cowboys. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.